please welcome to the stage Grace Jung, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, being here. Thank you. Welcome to K-Drama School Live podcast. First one ever. Here in Anchorage, Alaska. Love it here. I love how the wet snow is sticking to the car. I love how I'm risking my life every time I drive. I love it here, truly. I, I forgot how much I love the cold and the wet in my shoes and in my pants. I forgot about that. I forgot how quickly denim absorbs moisture. Did you guys know? <laughs> Fully wet, yeah. Just walk to the parking lot, totally drenched. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what I what I love about podcasts is that, you know, it's a listening medium. It's an audio medium. And hello, welcome, hi. Um, were you the host from the show at Moose a la Mode? Oh, that's right. He's the guy with the sideways vagina. Um, <laughs> um, I, forget, I forget his name. Uh, I just know that he's Jewish. He's a Jew. Um, he's a Jew with a sideways vagina, like us Asian sisters. Um, yeah, that's a myth, by the way, fellas. I, I saw him. I saw you rubbing your mustache as I said that. Um, you were like, hmm, I need to look that up later. No, it's bullshit. It's a lie, okay? Um, how many of you guys actually watch Korean television by round of applause? One person. Beautiful. Literally. That's a, that's a Korean drama, so you ought to be clapping. Yeah, thank you. Um, so two people have watched, there's no fucking way. I know Leah's partner saw Extraordinary Attorney. That's a really good show, by the way. It's also really progressive. It's about like an autistic attorney, you know? And she's obsessed with whales, and she wins every case. Yeah, <laughs> it is so good. Uh, such a beautiful show. Um, you know, the thing about Korean dramas, though, that you guys are watching nowadays on Netflix. I mean, clearly, like nobody—only the two, of, the three of you. The rest of you guys are racists. You're all fucked up. Um, no, uh, the thing I love about K dramas um, nowadays is how tame they are. Yeah, they're all you know very Disneyfied. You know. Like happy endings, yeah. Nobody <laughs> dies, really. Nobody, nobody really dies. Everybody gets along, and the you know the girl and the guy they always end up together. Sometimes a girl and the girl, sometimes a guy and the guy. Yeah, you know, K drops are making incremental steps towards you know uh, battling heteronormativity. Yes, um, they're quite slow in it, but uh, you know, one step at a time, I guess. Um, yeah, South Korea is a bigoted nation. What are you going to do? Huh? What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, they take after America like that. What the fuck are you going to do? You know? Um, yeah, so no judgment. But uh, the thing about the K-dramas I've grown up watching, and I've watched Korean television for like 30 years. Yes, I know I seem very young. I know I seem 19, but I am very old. Um, no, I've been watching them for like 30 years, and the K-dramas from like the 90s and like early 2000s, you guys have no idea how fucking messed up they were, all right? So let me just give you a taste and a moose-bouche of what K-dramas were like. Did you say ooh when I said a moose-bouche? <laughs> oh, Chanikase, like the French, wait, wait. Yeah, so K-dramas from the 90s and the 2000s, like this is how they are. Very typically, it's got like an orphan girl, working class, all right? She's got six part-time jobs. Right? And she's been saving money all right, forever. She has like $20,000 put away because she wants to go to college. Right? Why does she want to go to college? She wants 
She wants her dream job. You know what her dream job is? Is to work at an office. That's her dream. To any office doesn't matter. Any fucking office. That's her dream. So she's put aside $20,000, even though she's a working class, part-time job, six-job juggling chick, because she's been working since age four. Yeah? And she put aside twenty k. But what happens? A bunch of gangsters and thugs break and enter into her home, smash everything, and they're like... Your older brother owes us $20,000 worth of gambling debt, and if you don't pay this back, we're going to kill him, and we're going to kill you. And she's like, oh my God. So she gives up her 20 k gives up her dream to work at an office, and she sits <laughs> on a corner, drinks soju, gets drunk, and starts crying. And very conveniently, a really hot, rich guy, like the richest and hottest guy you've ever seen in your life, is just on that corner and sees her crying. And he's like, why are you crying? You're so pretty. And he's like, I think I'm into you. We should go out. And she's like, no, thank you. He's like, no, 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 we're going to go out. And he grabs her by the wrist and starts kissing her in the face. And she's like, no, stop it. And he's like, no, I'm going to keep doing it. And she just gives up, you know, because learned helplessness is a real thing. (laughs) And they're like, I guess we're going out because you've got romantic music playing over this crazy shit. So they're going out, right? And then, like, out of nowhere, the rich boy's mom calls her. I don't know how she got the number. Calls her. And she's like, there's no way that some fucking orphan poor girl is going to go out with my conglomerate heir of a son, right? And she calls the girl up, and she's like, I want you to meet me at Subway Sandwiches right now. Right now. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, that's right, Subway Sandwiches. I like the turkey club, eat fresh. Now meet me there right now. So they meet up at Subway Sandwiches. And then the the rich boy's mom always does the same thing. She always takes an envelope full of cash and pushes it towards the orphan girl and says, I want you to take this money and break up with my son. And that working class orphan bitch always says the same exact thing. She's always like, I will break up with your son, but I will not take your money because I don't need it. And I'm like, yes, you do. (laughs) You really need that money. Like, have you not seen your life? I've been watching your life for 10 episodes. All you need is money. And then the girl, like, I don't know why she can't just lie, you know, just pocket the cash and keep seeing the dude on the side, you know, like like, self-righteousness and honesty will get you nowhere in life. Okay. That's why that bitch is poor, okay? So she calls the guy up, and she's like, listen, um, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to break up. And he's like, there's no way that's true, because when we were making out, like, you didn't fight back. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, I was faking it. Goodbye. Hangs up on him, and the guy's distraught, right? So he starts crying. He's driving in the rain, and then he gets into an accident. And he ends up at the hospital. And the girl rushes over to the hospital, goes to his bedside, and she's like, I'm so sorry I broke up with you. But he can't hear her because he's in a coma. (laughs) Fully in a coma. And she's like, please wake up. And he eventually does wake up. And he opens his eyes and he looks at her and he's like, who are you? (laughs) And then the doctor pops in and he's like, yeah, he has full-blown amnesia from a car accident. He has no idea who you are. Like, he can't remember the last three months of his life. And that sucks for you because you guys have been going out for exactly three months. (laughs) And the girl's distraught, and she starts going driving in the rain. I don't know how she got a car. She's so poor. Starts driving in the rain, crying, gets into an accident, and she ends up at the exact same hospital, 
right by his bedside, and seeing her laid up in bed, he remembers everything. All of his memories come rushing back, and he goes to her bedside, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I couldn't remember you. I love you, will you marry me? And she says, yes, I will marry you. And then the doctor pops his head in, and he's like, I would think twice before doing that, because she has stage four leukemia. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. How much time do we have? And he's like, I don't know. Could be six months, could be four days. What I know for sure is you're going to die. And then the next day, she dies. (laughs) And that's the end of the show. So if you think Squid Game is violent, kiss my ass, okay? I've seen the fucking Vietnam War of K-dramas, all right? All this stuff's bullshit. Are you guys ready to have a good show today? Yeah. All right, you guys. Our first comic is very funny. Buddy of mine from L.A. Give it up for Leah Mancio. Oh, I'm so funny. What if I'm not funny? Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. All right. Yeah. Oh, Josh taking a picture. All right. Yeah, nice. Uh, cool. I, uh, I'm a gay. You guys got that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Um, what if I just didn't talk about it? And I was just like, "You guys, cool." <laughs> uh, no, I'm a I'm a gay. I live with my girlfriend in Hollywood. Uh, she's here for these jokes today. Isn't that exciting? Yes, uh, we live in a house. We've lived in a house for five years, and we're a set of lesbians, right? We come in pairs, and so always have beer at your party if you're inviting a set of lesbians. By the way, gay men always forget. But, uh, <laughs> it's true. Gay men do not buy beer. It's so weird. But, uh, there was a set of lesbians that lived in our house for 15 years before that. So I like to call the house, if these walls could just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hope we can swear. <laughs> okay, great. Ah, uh, fuck up. Uh, I'm older than I look. Uh, I'm so old that I voted for Bob Dole the first time. Oh. You guys remember Bob Dole? Yeah. 1996. Yeah, I was 19 years old, and I was a very conservative Republican back then. <laughs> Clearly in the closet. And, uh, yeah. No, that guy fell off a stage on his back like a turtle. You can look it up, man. He's on his back like a turtle. I'm like, that's our next president. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, I get called a lot of shitty things in L.A. Because uh, humanities is terrible. And uh, he's got to take an important call, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> there's only 10 of us. It's fine. We talk about school. What? Say hi for me. Uh, no, I've lived in L.A. The worst thing I've been called in L.A. is another comic came up to me and was like, oh, my God, you look like a pretty Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm pretty. <laughs> Then I googled Steve Buscemi. Uh, it's not a good day for me. Uh, not a fun day. I uh, I used to be in the military. Any military folks in here? Are you in the military? Oh, you're just clapping. Okay, I've heard of them. <laughs> the military, they're on TV. They dress the same. Uh, yeah, I was in the I was in the Air Force. Uh, for five years? Uh, You might want to hold that. (laughs) That's why you hear what I did. Uh, My job, I was a nuclear weapons launch officer. I know it sounds impressive, but if you saw outside, I didn't do anything the whole time. Zero destruction. (laughs) 
I, uh, I pulled 254 alerts, which is like 254 days spent underground, like waiting to destroy the earth. And that's a lot of time, man. I could have done anything with that time, like like learned a language or read a book or like wrote a book or learned music or started comedy. Instead, I watched over 200 episodes of Cops. <laughs> the only thing I learned is don't go to Albuquerque, you guys. What a shithole. Why are they still filming in Albuquerque? How is the mayor not like, all right, that's enough, cops. <laughs> we don't have any tourism. Uh, yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, therapy right now. Uh, for fly, thank you for flying anxiety. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was in the Air Force. So. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had the same government pay for you to like go in an airplane and then pay for you to not be afraid of going in that airplane? Yeah. <laughs> Keep paying taxes, guys. Oh man. Uh, so you talked about being gay. Um, my dad. My dad came out to me as a, a couple years ago as a bisexual crossdresser. Yes, thank you. He wants to uh, date men and wear women's clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, together my dad and I make one full woman. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your tiny pockets, dad. <laughs> reach all the way down to my knee in these pants. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, my mom's dead. Uh, <laughs> she died doing what she loved, which is pills. Uh, <laughs> good time, pill time. Uh, she got to live during the golden age of pills when you could just go to like six different doctors and be like, yeah, my back hurts. <laughs> it's good. She's dead. She's, she laughs at these jokes, the radio told me. <laughs> but uh, we were going to spread her ashes, but then COVID happened. So now she's just sitting in my filing cabinet. <laughs> like, I think she's glad to be in a more organized place. You know what I mean? She's very... Very organized. Um, I do have to remember, though, as the years go by, she's in a, she's in one of her old Metamucil bottles. <laughs> I don't know if you thought about where your ashes are going to end up, but uh, I don't think I'm going to spread them. I think I'm just going to keep them in the Metamucil bottle and then never buy Metamucil for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my All right, you guys have been a lot of fun. Number one, Air Force. Yes. Thank you for your service. Uh, okay. Well, that, it's that, that was not the number one part. It's just a segue into the number one, which is okay. um, aliens. Oh, great <laughs> question. Um, I know. I had a top secret clearance. Yeah. So I got to, to read a lot of really boring, boring shit. They uh-huh. never brought up alien. Also, no weapons of mass destruction over in Iraq. <laughs> Is this? Are we getting red flags? I don't know. Uh, we we have all these like top secret briefings, and they're like, "Listen, we haven't found any yet, but we've only searched seven percent of the country." Damn. What the fuck is the country doing? Like, yeah, yeah, only seven percent. We've been there for how many fucking years? Well, no, that was like twenty years ago. Oh, I see. All of my information's outdated. That's what I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Your clearance has been expired for like 19 yeah. years. Or were something. there drones back when you were there? No, no drones. So really ancient. <laughs> yes. You guys remember when everybody had to fly their own airplane? <laughs> That's the Air Force I was in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that. My dad 
was a marine, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. that's better. Yeah. Um, it is? Yeah. I yeah. mean... He's fully scarred from it, by the way. Yeah. Like in his face? No, like no. his heart. <laughs> oh! His psyche. <laughs> yeah. He, he was an ROK Marine, like Republic of Korea. Oh, okay. Which is South Korea. Okay. Well, okay. listen, <laughs> I don't... I don't fuck with Marines on any continent, so yeah. they're um, they're just better soldiers. They're, <laughs> they're yeah, force. they are. They're like literally weapons. Their bodies yeah. are weapons. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a buddy who's a Marine, and I he's he's very calm, but I know like in a fight he could just kill me. He'll take you out. <laughs> yeah. But then he'll run out of free roam, so he's not gonna do that. Fucking yeah. boozers. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's it's great to be a boozer. <laughs> I quit booze three years ago. Did you? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. How's that going? It's whatever. It's like the same. Yeah. I don't know why people quit it. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah. I, was just I do like, love I it. I need to grow up. Well, Leah, I want to I want to talk about uh, Korean dramas with you since the show is called K Drama School, and uh, there's this show called The Glory. Anybody heard of this? The Glory. I love that we're doing a K-Drama School podcast here in Anchorage, Alaska, <laughs> where I spent $35 on Instagram ads and literally no fucking Anchorage, Alaska person showed up. I know. I know that they're we fucking... We have one. We have one. Oh, we have one. I'm so sorry that I overlooked you. The one... Are you... Okay, you're ethnic. What's your background, if, if you don't mind me asking? My parents are from Thailand. Thailand. Okay. So we have, like, yeah, Asia. There we go. Yeah, Korea great. adjacent. Thank you. Yeah. Korea adjacent. I'm sure uh, Thailand loves that. They're like, no, 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 no. You're Thailand adjacent. <laughs> Korea adjacent, yeah. No, so there's a show called The Glory, which uh, was very popular. Uh, Korean drama that came out a couple months ago, and then they did a season two last month. And a uh, very violent show. And so, okay. yeah, let's get into it. I'll just okay. ask you, what would you do if you were this person? Okay. In this situation, yeah, and okay. you just riff, like, whatever you would do in this scenario, okay? Okay, great. So let's get into it. All right, so the glory. Let's say you're a high school girl named Tong Eun. Right? <laughs> this is already going in a bad yeah, direction. Yeah, a high school girl named Tong Eun. I can't and, pronounce my own name. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to pronounce it. Okay, yeah, just the high school girl, yeah. High school, high school girl. girl named Tong Eun. Great yeah. time of my life. You have five bullies, all right? They're also high school kids. And two, two boys, three girls, all right? They burn your whole entire body using a curling iron. What? They what? beat the shit out of you. They call you all kinds of names. They steal money from you, even though you live alone in a tiny dorm room without your parents. And I, I burned? Yeah, they burn the shit out of you with this curling iron. And you call the police because of harassment. But the teacher yells at you for making what? a scene. And then he starts smacking you in the face repeatedly for making a scene. And then those five other bullies who come from wealth they don't get into any trouble instead you get expelled what do you do well first of all is this a story of my stepdad and my siblings because my stepdad was a real dick and i'm sort of like wow i can see him doing a few of these things <laughs> my siblings would just lie their way out of things but yeah the whole honesty thing uh, yeah let's see is my face burned no your face is not. Oh, my face isn't burned? Yeah. Just my body. Just your body. Your whole oh. body. What about my hands? Your hands are okay, too. It's your arms, legs, back, stomach. So stripping is out. Stripping is out. You can't do it. Well, you can. You could, Some right? Some people might be into that. be shit. like a weird, like, like curling iron burn yeah. stripper. Uh-huh. Um, so I've just been expelled from school, and I need to make money because I'm not in school, That's right? That's true. So yes. I'm going to be the curling iron stripper. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Like, You've never seen anything like this. Wait until I shirt my shirt off. That's true. You're like, put, money, put it on! Here's some money! Put your 
I would be a clo- like a curling iron stripper. I was just like, man. Oh, I would get tattoos over it. Oh yeah. I would make the different curling iron marks into like constellations, you know, where you're just oh. like, this is a lion, but it's like a line. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a Leo. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love Look, that. twins or whatever. Creative. That's creative. That's Thank a creative you. outlet. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you're the same girl. Okay, you're same same girl. Cool. Oh my god. Am I still stripping, or is this before the it's, curling iron incident? I mean. Uh, let's say, well, it's after the curling iron. It's oh, okay. You are fully burned. I'm not still a girl at this point. Yeah. But okay. You witness one of your bullies named Young Jin push another high school girl off a building. <laughs> that girl what? dies, and Young Jin runs away from the scene of the crime. So you write a letter and send send that letter to the police station as an anonymous tip that the killer at the scene is Young Jin, and that you found her name tag there, and you send that too. But nothing happens. And the cops rule that girl's death as a suicide. What do you do? Well, I bet someone sent an email after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting down to write a letter. Hold on. Excuse me. Yes, I just saw someone murder. And it's this girl I don't like. Ignore my curling iron burns. <laughs> Yeah, I would send an email after that. I'd be like, this is going to be faster. Maybe someone else will help. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Am I the same girl? Do I still have We're going to switch it up. Let's say you're now Youngjin, the girl who killed that other chick. All right? Oh, shit. You were were a bully to this girl, Kunga, the curly iron girl. All right, you're now a weathercaster. Okay, you're a grown chick now. It's yeah, like over female. over ten over ten years have passed. Okay, and you're the bully girl now. Young now chick. I'm the bully girl. You're the bully girl who pushed that other girl off the building and killed her. Right? Never went to jail. Yeah. You were okay. never went to jail. Never. Nobody ever said anything to you. You married a really wealthy contractor. Okay, living life, going hard, probably busy. He's really hot. You have a cute daughter. Oh, he's hot. What he's, does that mean? He's a good-looking dude. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he turns you on. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's a fine ass. Motherfucker. Um, oh, I'm the bully girl, though, so that you're probably works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The curly hair girl, I don't think she's attracted to anyone. Yeah. Well, she's actually, she has a cute face, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a daughter, a very cute daughter, and you're living a great life, but Tonga, that girl that you used to bully in your past life, she keeps showing up in your life, and she threatens to take revenge on you. And you have a lot of skeletons in your closet, okay? Like, you killed a girl, mm-hmm. you assaulted Tonga with a curling iron, Mm-hmm. Right, but now you're on TV every morning, okay? And mm-hmm. you have a daughter and a husband that you want to protect. Oh, yeah. Also, your you know your daughter is also not your husband's. <gasps> it's some other dude's kid, and Tumun knows slut. this. I love sluts. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Tumun keeps threatening you. What do you do? Well, I'm not gonna write a letter because uh, <laughs> nobody's gonna get that. Yeah. Um, although that would be fun to be like. Dear Tonga, <laughs> I remember your letter from 10 years ago. No, yeah. um, I mean, Curling Iron Girl, first of all, I can't believe she's still alive. Mm-hmm. So first thing I do is be like, let's yeah. let's make up. Uh, oh. uh, let's make up. Amends. Yeah, let's make amends. Oh. And then I would take her up on the roof and just push her off. Oh, my God. I got away with that before. <laughs> <laughs> you write a letter? Like, <laughs> easy problem. Here's the problem. Excellent, excellent solution. Excellent <laughs> yeah. solution. Okay, last question, last question. 
Let's say you're one of the bullies named Sarah. All right, you're a different. Sarah. You're okay. named Sarah. You're a, you're a different bully. You're the oh. daughter of a very wealthy church reverend at okay. a power mega church. All right, Ooh. and you're also very well known as a painter. Okay. Okay. You also have a drug problem. Yes. All right, like heroin, cocaine, weed. Like you do it all. One day. I mean, are you still doing weed if you're doing heroin? Yeah, yeah she's doing all of it. Oh, okay, great. It's because of the Korean drama. Like, <laughs> they don't have One day, Dongin installs a camera and broadcasts footage of you shooting up. Ooh. And it's broadcasted at the mega church for the whole congregation to see. So hundreds of people see you. In addition, thousands more are seeing you doing this live streaming. Oh, what do you do? Do I have an OnlyFans account? <laughs> Not yet. Because I feel like, uh, well, first of all, I'm just about to lose my whole family, right? Yeah. Right, because I'm Korean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my well, family's watching me shoot up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, this isn't our daughter anymore. Oh, yeah. Is, it, would that, is that pretty accurate? I mean, you're, you're her, so you yeah. would know better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my whole family's about to abandon me, so... I think I'm probably gonna go be a curling iron stripper. <laughs> <laughs> then I can do all the drugs I want. That's true. I can smoke weed and do heroin at the same time because everyone does that. Everybody. <laughs> That's the duo. That's the combo. Yeah, yeah. I like to get stoned and then jab my arm with drugs. Uh, so it really eases me in. Yeah, yeah. Although I have smoked leading into mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That will we'll carry a lot of a yeah. yeah. Oh, if I was this girl, I'd also be doing mushrooms. Yeah, all together at once. Yes. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? I probably would... I'd probably go to lunch with the second bully and just uh, be like, push me off. You're really good at this, and my life sucks. Just <laughs> beautiful. Well done, Leo Mansfield. Everybody, Leo Mansfield. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Leo. Yeah, you just come back. Just sit down, Leo. Sit down, Leo. Woo, Leo Mansfield. <laughs> Folks, our next comic. He is very funny. He's a he's another LA darling. Yeah, another LA darling. Folks, give it up for the very funny Chip Nicholson. Hey, so um, this is uh, this is the story of how me uh, I took an Uber pool right, and uh, it turned into a Uber car chase. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, it was crazy. I was in LA. And, like, I don't know, I was just in this Uber pool, and you don't, when you're in the Uber pool, you're not paying attention. It was me and the lady, and we were both on our phones, and all of a sudden, we feel the car slow down. And so we look up, and there's this this black dude in the middle of the road, and he's like a homeless dude, and he's just chilling in the middle of the road. And, like, if you ever been to L.A., that's what homeless people do in the middle of the road. They just chill. Like, they're looking, like, they're at the aisle in the movie. Like, they're just like, yeah, I'm just, this is here. This is my, you know. So, so the Uber driver just kind of like went around slow, right? Um, and I, as we went around slow, like this happens all the time. So I was just like, man, doesn't he know that's a good way to get hit? And right when I said hit, we heard boom, 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 right? And I look behind me, and this dude is just laid out, shoe gone. You can't see it anymore, right? And, and then there's like a Toyota, a red Toyota, and it's just facing us. And we're not moving anywhere, and it's not moving anywhere. And I'm just looking at the Toyota like, 
what you gonna do? And I swear <laughs> to God, it's like it heard me because it sped off, right? I, yeah, it just sped off. And then our Uber driver, I think he he was Jamaican. He must have got triggered because he laid his, he laid his head out the window. He was like, you hit him, you hit him, and then he sped off, right? So so now I'm not in the Uber pool. I'm in the Uber car chase. <laughs> The lady, she gets on the phone with the police and she's just like, oh my God, we're chasing him right now. I can't really see the license plate. I get my phone out. I start videotaping because I'm a comedian. I don't know what the fuck to do, right? (laughs) I'm trying to get the license plate. I'm zooming in on the video and everything. I'm like, it's 867, but the Uber driver, he's Jamaican and excited. He's like, it's 768. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We, we chase up, we, we literally, we were like, we were about to be dropped off, me and the girl. We were about to be dropped off. We lived two houses down from each other. But the car chase happened right by our block. We were going around our block three times. I was going by my house. I'm like, oh, there's my house again. Look at that. Oh, oh look at that. I could have been dropped off a fucking again. There we go. Oh, God, Jesus. We lose them on this one road called Sepulveda, right? And then we park in a neighborhood, and uh, the, the Uber driver's like, oh, oh. Oh, he leans back. The girl's like, yeah, the ambulance is coming. Okay, good. And he's like, okay, wow. And he looks at it. He's like, so, what should we do now? And I'm like, what do we do now? We need to go home. Like, he takes home. Like, fuck. And I go to say that. I'm like, can you please, can we go? And the girl goes, back to the body, go check on it, right? I'm like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's right, yeah. That's the right thing to do. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so... We go back, and, like, the ambulance is already there, which was fast as fuck. And I didn't even realize I lived in a nice neighborhood, because that was fast as fuck. Because, like, I don't know if you guys realize this, like, he was a black dude, homeless dude who got hit. They came like a white lady's cat got hit. Like, it was fast. It was fast as fuck. But then I realized he got hit right in front of the paramedic office. Like, he got hit in the driveway, which was actually kind of slow. <laughs> They got him. He was fine. They caught him off. Uh, the um, the Uber driver. He took her home. Uh, he took me home. And uh, and like as I'm closing the Uber door, he looks at me. He goes, "Hey, we did it today, didn't we?" And, <laughs> and I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, no." <laughs> You know, like, but I know he's like 65, he's Jamaican. I was like, I gotta give it to him, right? Like, he never had anything like this, right? So I was like, hey man, you're a hero. He was like, yeah! <laughs> he drove away smiling. And I, as he drove away smiling, I waved and I gave him two stars. I was like, this one. <laughs> Thank you, I've been there. I love people like you know that's like like a life event for them. He was so excited. It was ridiculous. Yeah. 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 It was kind of you to give him that. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't take it away from him. Yeah, because I would have walked away. <laughs> I should have just turned my head and like walked away, put on my earphones, like I can't even hear. No, yeah. you gotta give it to I him. Know, man. You gotta so give kind. him the magic. You're right. You're right. We need magic. Yes. Life's so hard. It's snowing outside. It's so yeah. hard. <laughs> All right. Oh, and Chip won Best of Fest. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well deserved. That was cool. What was in your goodie bag? Uh, lots of weed. Tons and tons of weed. I'm high right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it is nice, like, coming to another state where, like, weed is everywhere. Yeah. It, this feels like colder California. It's, it's just, exactly it's it. It's high and cold. Yeah. It's great. It's like the desert, but instead of sand, we have snow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. I love, I'm loving the snow, too. I'm all bundled up and shit. <laughs> you yeah. like it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I snowboard. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I went to this place called, like, Al- Alieska. Like yesterday, and rode the tram up to like the ski loft, like top of the mountain. I didn't ski. I'm terrified. I, I, I was watching these people going down this like steep ass mountain. It was. Have you skied before? When I was a child, so when I had no fear of death, <laughs> and now I'm. I'm going to take you snowboard. Really? Let's do it. Let's do it. On, I'm Tahoe. ready. Let's go yeah. to Tahoe. Tahoe? It's, it's a nice. It's oh nice. my God! Are you asking me to marry you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Box of dick. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of 
energy. So I mean, like, I mean, okay. So I guess I mean we'd have to have a talk. I would. Yeah. I would have to. I would have to have a talk. Yeah. I would have to have a talk. We'd have to sit down. We'd have to have a sit down. Yeah. Talk about the brother thing. Yeah. And hype up my sister or my niece. Yes. I mean that's that's my only option. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. I, think, I think that's what I would do. Okay. okay. Doable. Talk. Very reasonable and pragmatic mm-hmm. compared to sucking his cock. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, that's, that was the first thought, but then I had to pull back because that was, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's say now you're the teacher guy. Okay. Right? You're the man. Okay. And right. you work at, as an instructor for high school students at an after-school academy mm-hmm. where they prepare for exams. Koreans are crazy. You're extremely popular at this school and online where you have millions of, sub- of subscribers because you're really good at you know, teaching math. You're just really great at it. But you suffer from extreme insomnia and you have an eating disorder because you know, you're just o- always stressed out, you're always overworked, and you have recurring nightmares, all right? Somebody brings you a meal from a local takeout restaurant and it's the best food you've ever eaten. Okay. Turns out this food is from the shop run by Hing Sun, the woman you got into a fight with at the hospital because you broke her brother's phone. Oh, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah, oh, for Hing Sun. Yeah, you okay. Yeah, you don't like this lady, but you love her food. Okay, see, now this is the dick sucking I'm talking about. <laughs> see, we can make him some food, and that'll be the dick suck. See, that's all we need to find. See, dick suck is just the word. We just need to find what he likes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he likes food, right? Yeah. He's a foodie. Foodie. Okay, so we just make him some good food. Mm-hmm. All right, so does uh, does my brother know how to cook? Uh, no. You're no. The cook. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm the chef. Yeah. All right, so we're going to... Well, the so, pink son's the chef. You're the guy right now. Okay, so, okay, so <laughs> what we're going to do is... Well, okay, what we're going to do is I... I'm going to get some food from the girl, yeah. right, yeah. right? By admitting yeah. the niece, you uh-huh. see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And then, but the only thing is, I'm going to tell the niece. The only way you're going to be able to get admission is if I have free food every Thursday and Friday every other month, because I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You're, you're right. trying to be fair. Thinking yeah. forward. Yeah. Being fair. Forward thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good teaching mm-hmm. stuff. All I'm right. a genius. Well, <laughs> clearly, yeah. Yeah, a genius is into dick sucking. But now let's uh, let's move on to Haiti. Now you're Haiti, the high school girl. The high school girl. You've been calling your aunt mom this whole time because when you were in grade school, your aunt parents know. abandoned you. I don't know. Yeah, oh, okay. and you you did know. it because yeah, you do know you did okay. it. You you know that she's your aunt, but you did it because you felt left out as the only girl in your class so little, who doesn't little, have little, little, little a mom. Delusional. Not delusional, okay. you just really wanted a mom. Mm. And since you don't have anybody to call mom, and you have all these friends who call everybody else mom, it's like, oh, you know, Nobody it's a sad thing. Desperate. Yeah, you were, you were <laughs> sad. You were a lonely child. So you, you're fake mom. Okay. And this famous academy teacher, Chiar, they make a deal. And it's similar to what you mentioned earlier. So Chiar is going to offer private tutoring lessons in exchange for food from your aunt. Mm. And it's a sweet deal. It's going well. Private tutoring lessons while not in the school. Yeah, it's a private tutoring lessons. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's so Koreans take extra school so that they could do well in their real school. Right. It's a very fun okay. Country. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. That's wild. Yeah, Koreans are fucking. When it comes to education, they're they're crazy people. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, one day people find out that your fake mom and Chia keep going to each other's houses, and they're like filming it, and people assume that your fake mom is. 
you know, cheating on your non-existent father, who everybody assumes is a man working in the Philippines and selling, sending you money. All like all the other high school kids start calling your mama a hoe. There's a lot of assumptions. Just yeah, like, yeah. Christ. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 What do you do? Okay. So wait. Hold up. <clears throat> Let me just make sure I understand my life. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable. Okay. So so. I'm a, I'm a girl. I'm going to this high school that uh, that I almost did get into, but and everything, and then but I'm getting these nice to the tutor because of the food yeah. and everything, yeah. right? But everyone thinks yeah. that I have a dad. Yeah, I'm pretending she's my mom. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm telling everybody she's my yeah. mom. so I'm kind of caught up in the lie myself. Yes. So, oh, so so I can't really say too much because that embarrasses me about right. the lie that I told right. everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Got you. Good shit. <sighs> shit. Yeah. I mean, this ain't my first drama. <laughs> um, let's see. So, <sighs> I, okay. Yeah, they're calling your mom a hoe. They call your mom a fake mom, whore ass woman. Okay. <laughs> Hardworking husband. Okay. okay. And who is doing the calling? Who's doing? Is it specific? The person? other high school kids. The other high school and kids. Their moms. And and their moms. Their moms. Their Damn. moms are the worst ones. You shit! I was gonna I was gonna fight. <laughs> but how do you fight their moms? Can I fight their moms? Why not? I mean, you're her. So you're... I'm burning houses down. <laughs> I'm burning houses down. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Arson. Yes. <laughs> That's the best way to go. That's right. That's the best way to problem solve anything. Thank you. Leave nothing left but ashes. Okay. Let's say, uh, let's say you're Chia now, the instructor. The instructor. You and this fake mom hangs on lady. You actually start dating. Is everything burnt down already? Or? Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. You took care of that problem. Fuck yeah. So you guys like each other, and it's great. But you've been suffering from recurring nightmares for like ten years now of a teenage girl who killed herself ten years ago. Because she couldn't deal with like you know child abuse at home and the pressure of education, but ever since you started dating Hings Hun, this cook lady, you've been sleeping better and eating better, all right? But bad things are happening all around you. There's a teacher who you worked with who hated you. Suddenly he dies, all right. Another student who used to have problems with you suddenly he dies, all right. Both both cases are ruled as a suicide and people just move on. But your nightmares are now returning. What do you do? Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Logical me, being the teacher that I am, mm-hmm. I'd probably ask mm-hmm. the chef if something oh. was going on. Oh. Like, because that's the newest thing in my life. Yeah, it's true. Wow, you're so smart. Well. You're like a detective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well. I mean, if something was, if something changed after the newest edition, then oh, it's probably the newest so you edition. Suspect your girlfriend. Yeah, hell yeah. Why? Why would I? Was, I mean, oh. I mean, look, my mom's done the same thing for years. To you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why would I expect her to do anything different? Okay. <laughs> Got it. That's why you're you're fast. You can sense. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what I mean. I mean, I would suspect her. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, Reasonable. I mean, honestly, it seems like she has all of the reason to. I mean, she has a whole agenda, like this backstory of all these people that screwed with her in the past, oh. and she speaks some type of vigilante down oh in the God. shadows. You're like a psychiatrist. 
<laughs> That's what my sister says. You're like a psychiatrist slash detective. <laughs> oh my god. You should work in the force. Okay. I love that. That's brilliant. Okay, well, let's say you're, a girl, you're still the same guy. Okay. Let's say your girlfriend complains about your assistant, Tonghi, saying he seems dangerous. That's what she says. She's like, he seems evil. There's something evil about him. But Tonghi's your right hand man. He and brings I've your Tony meals before. You've I've known, known him forever. for years. See, he schedules, takes care of your schedule, your meals, drives you, drives you to places, everything. All right, and you've never seen anything suspicious about it. But your girlfriend, who you love, who sucks your dick, she is complaining about it. What do you do? Oh man, I mean, I, I mean, I know what he does because this guy, this guy sounds like a sap. He sounds like he doesn't understand what's going on. But for real. If it was, if I knew Tony, if Tony was my best yeah. friend, okay, because yeah. like I have a best, I have two best friends. Yeah. One, one's my cousin. That's cute. Yeah, and one, and one, <laughs> one's one's a guy I knew from, I know from college, and like if they tell me something's wrong, yeah, I ain't trusting her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. no, matter how, no matter how good she is, I well, like, like, not, like for real, they're like brothers. Oh. Like for if I like I would I would trust my sister over her. Okay. I would, like if she, if she that'd be like her saying your sister's wrong, and if she says my sister's wrong, right. then she wrong. That's how that works. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's how that works. That's uh, automatic. Point. That's a good point. I'm just saying. Then let's flip the okay. table here. Let's say you're Hang Sun now. You're the girlfriend. I'm the girlfriend. And you tell your boyfriend Chia that his assistant Tony seems dangerous, mm-hmm. but he doesn't believe you, so you get into a fight. Right. But later, when you guys are on a yacht. Tonghi <laughs> steers the ship in a like a sharp turn, mm. and then you you well, you're standing on the deck. You fall over, you injure your wrist. Oh, and you saw him turn that wheel. Right. Wait, which one? Which one was? Is the guy? Is that my boyfriend who did the thing, or the the, the best friend? The the stooge, the guy working for Chia, oh. is the one that turned turn the, the wheel. wheel. The one that she suspects is evil, <laughs> and you saw him do it, and you tell your boyfriend Chia about it, but. Oh, no, you you want to tell your boyfriend she about it, but you don't you don't want to get into a fight. So what what do you do as a girlfriend? Well, as the girlfriend, yeah, I kill the assistant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, no, I'm the girlfriend. No, yeah. no, the girlfriend's already fucked. Oh, wow. she's already been doing shit. Yeah, yeah, she's already she's already in Pandora's box. She's, oh wow, she's in the deep end. Oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kill the assistant. Drama. Kill the assistant. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Kill the Just get it out of the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say you're the same. What? Maybe confront the assistant. Okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah, because that was extreme, right? Let's chop it up a little okay. bit. Okay. Let's do okay, it. Okay. Look. Steps. So my emotions came first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So emotionally, yeah. I want to murder him. Got it. But I probably, as a mature human right. being... Yeah, you honor those emotions, but you... So that's my child, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I confront him. Yes. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Beautiful. All right, let's say you're the same chick, Hang Sun, okay? Okay. You find out that this guy, Kung Hee, the stooge, the right-hand man, he is a dangerous man. Turns out he's a fucking psychopathic killer. Oh, shit. Turns out he's the one that killed that teacher. Oh. He's the one that killed that student. Damn. And he's obsessed with your boyfriend, and he's a fucking stalker. He has photos of your boyfriend shit. all over his wall. He's obsessed out of nowhere. Yeah. On top of that, this crazy motherfucker kidnaps your niece, Hey. 
and holds her hostage. I mean, too. I have bad luck. Holy shit. <laughs> she just keeps having, I just keep stepping in shit. <laughs> My entire life. Like, I can't get away with this shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> move. Like, that's what I want to do. I don't move. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so at this point, yeah. murder him. <laughs> That's exactly. I mean, yeah, we would yeah. tell the boyfriend, we would try to get something together, because uh, we would have to, like, honestly try to, like, Scooby-Doo this situation, yeah. get my niece back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would try to get my boyfriend, who, I mean, at this point has to believe me. Yeah. Right? I have evidence. Yes. You know, my niece is gone and everything yeah. like that, right? So I would probably get the boyfriend, um... I don't think I would involve my brother because I wouldn't want to. That, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get get him hurt or anything. But yeah, I would probably involve. I mean, does who, who does the does the does the guy the boyfriend's underling does is he attached to anyone else that I know? She has a bestie. She has a best friend, a girlfriend. She, she has a bestie. Okay, it'd be my ride or die and my boyfriend, and we try to find. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. we need a triangle. Yeah. That's the only way you triangulate. You gotta triangulate that. <laughs> Chip Nicholson, everybody. Chip Nicholson. Thank you, Chip. Beautiful. Love it. God, you guys are killing it. You guys are killing it. Folks, are you guys ready for your last comedian? Are you ready? Yeah. Oh my God. This guy, another fellow, Angelino. Give it up for the hilarious Josh Edelman. Thank you, thank you. Oh my god, I've been posting boomerangs of all the comics on the show, and my friends are like, I thought you were in Alaska. Why is every single person in your story our friend from L.A.? Where are you? Why are you just hiding in some underground? This looks like the kind of like weird theater that would yeah. be in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. We're, outside, we're in, like, the, the Cine Lounge. That's Some theater nobody knows about, but, like, yeah. somebody puts their movie up and so it qualifies them for an Oscar. They have no chance of winning because we're all delusional. We're all delusional in Los Angeles. I, uh, I want to talk about this. I, um, I lost a lot of weight during the pandemic. I lost uh, 45 pounds during the pandemic, guys. Thank you, thank you. I've gained 55 pounds since the pandemic. <laughs> Once I, once everyone saw me once and was impressed, I was like, that was all I needed. <laughs> that was what I did this for. But I learned, like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because, like, when I lost all the weight, everyone I saw was like, oh, my God, Josh, you look amazing. But, like, since I gained all the weight back, I'm still seeing people I haven't seen in a long time. They're like, you look so good. If you lost weight... And that's what I learned that, like, no matter what shape you're in, whenever you see people you haven't seen for a long time, they're going to tell you you look like you've lost weight. Because <laughs> I ran into this girl that I hadn't seen since losing 45 pounds. And the first thing she said to me was like, you look amazing. You look like you've lost weight. But I'm literally the fattest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> So when she told me that, all she was really saying is that when I'm not around and she thinks of me, she pictures a fatter version of me that has ever existed. A lot of my friends after the pandemic were like, how'd you lose the weight, Josh? What'd you do? Did you do P 
P90X, you go to Peloton, you go on keto. And I actually invented my own diet, guys. It really works. I recommend you try it out. I invented a diet where I only ate my roommate's food, <laughs> but just to the point where he wasn't confident enough to accuse me. You know? <laughs> feels light, but I don't want to start shit. <laughs> uh, man, I... Um, I've been reading again. I got, I got back into reading recently. Anybody, any readers in the, in the house? Ooh. Reading's interesting, guys, because reading's the only thing where you're like, wow, this is amazing. I love this. How much longer do I have to keep doing it? <laughs> you know, we don't talk about anything else like that. I read this book, uh, I've been reading self-help, but I read this book, The Power of Now. Anybody familiar with The Power of Now? It's a great book. It's all about letting go of the past and living in the moment, guys. And the book really helped me to stop lamenting my last failed relationship and instead focused all of my attention onto what she's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough being single, but I'm going to tell you guys a true story. None of you are going to believe me, but I swear to God this is 100% the truth. About a year ago, I was doing a comedy show. An ex-girlfriend of mine from like eight years prior to the show, comes to the show. Now, we hadn't seen or spoken to each other in seven years, and in that time, she blew up. She was in Forbes 30 Under 30. The Hollywood Reporter wrote a two-page piece about her. I have four roommates. We're just in, like, different places in our lives. She comes to the show. I crush, obviously. Afterwards, we're grabbing a drink, and she tells me that she's writing a memoir about her past relationships and that she wants to include a chapter about me. But, and I swear to God this is what she said, the only thing I remember about our relationship was that we had amazing sex. To which I was like, as long as you promise to put this in the book, I give you my blessing to say whatever else you want about me. Seriously, tell people I used to throw around the N-word, say I was abusive. As long as you say we had amazing sex, my only request is that you use my actual name. <laughs> she's, uh, she's an agent at one of the biggest agencies in Los Angeles, represents a bunch of people you've definitely heard of. But when we were dating, she was still just an assistant. And about two weeks after we broke up, she called me and she goes, Hey, Josh. Uh, I'm trying to move up to being an agent, but I need to sign some clients. And I was wondering if you'd like to be my first client. I was like, fuck you, no. Psh, that'll teach her. <laughs> but we started hooking up again. <laughs> Nothing serious, kind of like a casual friends with benefits type deal. Except she told me that if I get her pregnant, she's keeping the baby. Which kind of freaked me out when she said it, but then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, really the only reason I don't want to have kids is because it would get in the way of achieving my dreams. But I'm a 38-year-old unknown stand-up comedian who flew to Alaska for five minutes of stage time in front of ten people in an underground weird movie theater conference room. Having her kid might be my last chance to achieve my dreams. It's like, listen, baby, if you sell my screenplay, not only do you get a 10% commission, but you'll also get another 50% in child support payments, so, you know. <laughs> For a little while, I was worried she was poking holes in my condoms. Now I'm, like, poking holes in my condoms. <laughs> She'll text me, like, 2 a.m. for a booty call, like, you up. I'll text her back, you ovulating. <laughs> 
right, so uh, you're from Angrid. Do we have any other people from out here? Uh, one, one more. Uh, I mean, I had the most interesting flight out here uh, the other day. It was supposed to be a five and a half hour flight, but it got extended to a seven hour flight because they told us when we got on the plane, like, hey, we have to reroute the plane to go over land because we don't have any rafts on the plane. And I was like, what happened to these fucking rafts? Did you use them in the last emergency water landing? Like, what is going on? Where are these rafts? I need to know. They were like, also, don't move seats because we have to keep the weight distribution right on the plane. I was like, did somebody change seats on the last flight and now there's no more rafts? Everyone stay where the fuck you are! I have a lot of bad flying luck because um, uh, a couple months ago I flew. <laughs> I booked my own tours. Nobody pays for my flights anymore, so I fly Spirit Airlines a lot. <laughs> yeah, people, you're making your people are shrugging, making noises. A lot of people talk about Spirit Airlines. Like, oh my God, it's the worst. How could you fly Spirit Airlines? Are you okay? Like planes don't make it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all airlines are terrible. Spirit's no worse than the rest of them. No, it really is the worst. Because, like, um, this flight I went on a couple months ago, halfway through the flight, someone on the plane had a heart attack, and the flight attendant got on the loudspeaker and went, ladies and gentlemen, we have a medical emergency on the plane. Is there a nurse on board? <laughs> Didn't even bother to check if there was a doctor. You knew there wasn't a doctor on the plane. <laughs> Nobody responded. She was like, is there an EMT on the flight? Again, no response. She's like, veterinarian. We have a veterinarian on the plane. I'm sitting there like, veterinarians, don't they make more than doctors? Finally, she's like, all right. Has anybody on the plane even been to a doctor? I was the only person to raise my hand. She was like, you, sir, you're the most qualified person we have. Come with me. Semi-related question. Any chance you know how to fly a plane? <laughs> am I at my five minutes? Or I don't know. I didn't know if I was getting lit. I feel like I've done five. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll cut it off there. And then come talk about some Korean girls. Thank you guys. You guys have been awesome. I'm Josh Edelman. Yeah, Josh Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a nervous flyer to begin with, anyway. Yeah, I just yeah. assume the planes will probably make it. Like, all of us fly so much, but it's like, weirdly, the more I fly, the more afraid I become. Well, I know that this is like a really fucked up thing. This is a very fucked up thought I have. Yeah. But like, you'll always hear these statistics like there's like 250 school shootings a year nice. in the U.S., and I'm like, we hear about, like, eight of them. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on with these other, like, 242 <laughs> school shootings? Yeah. I'm like, are they just in neighborhoods the government and people don't care yeah. about? Yeah. I'm like, when I get on the plane at Spirit, I'm like, are there more plane crashes than we're hearing about? They just don't report on them if it's not, like, Most American Airlines or Delta. <laughs> Why is everyone always applauding when the plane lands? Like, like, like this should happen. <laughs> Like, it's Spirit, like, standing over We made it, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, Spirit's the worst. But, oh, my God, I really, I... Is that story true, though, that like you really hung up on your girlfriend and said no? Which I, I really did. <laughs> you asshole, man. I had, 
at the time, I had another friend that was also an agent, and I was just, like, begging on him, yeah, like, to, to rep me, but yeah. she blew up, and he quit. Oh, <laughs> but we're friends. She, she actually is my agent now. So, oh, so, sweet. All's well, then, all's well. It all works out, you guys. Happy ending well. after. And we're not hooking up anymore. Just, <laughs> she just started being my agent, and I'm like, let's not ruin this with sex. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it always, sex does ruin everything. Of all the ways I could have made it in this business, I never thought sleeping my way to the top was going to be the one. That did it. Right? Right? I was like, I'm going to have to be really good at what I do. No, 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 no. I just have to be good at having sex with one person. Also, you know that um, she told all of her other ex-boyfriends the same thing, right? Like, I'm going to say that you were, you were the best sex I've ever oh, had. Oh, yeah. whatever. All's well, it ends well. <laughs> as long as I'm in the book. Actually, no, I read the book. I am in the book. She does say it. Oh. Oh, wow. The book's not out. Well, I mean, Josh, you know, you're our last uh, comedian guest for these flashcard questions. And uh, the show that I'm going to be talking about today is called The Interest of Love, which Interest is love. actually a Kind of like, like uh, touches on the theme of the Very close to what you were talking about. It's there's kismet. A, yes. There's a part of me that wonders if there's like producers in Korea listening to your show right now to like be like, oh, we can make another movie. All of them. Like all these, you're just you're bringing, on, you're bringing <laughs> on these L.A. comedy writers and like they're just listening like, oh, these guys are writing our fucking yeah. shows for us. Writing it all down. We're all yeah. Yeah, all your IP's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta write a new set. Yeah. No, it's called The Interest of Love. It's a melodrama. And if you're into melodrama, check it out. And this is actually like a very classic melodrama. Like I've been watching K dramas for a long time, and there hasn't been like a meaty melodrama like this in a really long time. This is like like a four-way like love square situation, very messy, a lot of crying, a lot of assuming, a lot of like what the fuck kind of sh- shit. It's it's excellent. So if you're into uh, politics of fucking and loving, then this is the melodrama for you, the interest of love. So Josh, okay. I'm going to be asking you some flashcard questions based on this show. So let's say you're a woman named Suyang. Right? Okay. You work at a bank, and there's a man named Sang Su, and he asked you out, and you say yes. But one day, on the on the day of the date, I mean, you see him like you're you're at the restaurant, and you see through the window that he's crossing the street to come to the restaurant. For some reason, he hesitates and he turns around and walks away. And he was supposed to meet you already, and he's late. What do you do? And you just, what do I do? Yeah. I'm just like, I mean, this is not the first time that's happened to me. <laughs> there was this, this one time I like met this girl on Tinder, and I'm like, my pictures are pretty accurate to what I look like. And, uh, <laughs> and like, she's like, let's, we had a great conversation. Like, let's meet at this bar. I'm at the yeah. bar. I'm sitting there. Yeah. I see her walk in. She's got a big smile on her face. Uh-huh. And then she, like, looking around, she sees this guy. She goes up to him, and he goes, I'm not. Uh, and he's like, no. And then oh. I see her see me, and she goes, ugh. <gasps> and then she just goes to the bathroom, and I never see her again. <laughs> what did you do? I, I hunted her down and killed her. I, you know, I mean, sweet, sweet Rebecca. I'm like, I'm not gonna let that stand. <laughs> Good. Yeah, fuck that. No, bitch. I probably went home and masturbated. Yeah, a little bit. you got that. You got to release that. Got a little that. more hair on my head. Release that. Yeah, Forty awesome. pounds ago. Ah, oh, that is mean. Yeah, whatever. You know, just like that. Oh, would you have preferred that, or would you have preferred if she sat down and said to you, like, listen? I'm yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of on her side. I'm like, if you, if you, if you know it's not going to work, like, like the two times I've tried to like be yeah. like, hey, listen to someone who I want on and on, I don't think this is working. They freaked out at me, and I'm just like, 
One person held me hostage for like six what? hours, held on to me, blocked her door, would not let me leave her apartment. It was wild. I was just like, I don't think we're forever people. And she was like, well, you're the next six hours of my life person, at least. You have a lot of wow. interesting stories. It's a, it's a wild, it's like, it's a wild, like a, wild You're like an Anchorage person, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so many wild and weird stories. But don't all the weird, you know, I think all the weird people also go to Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. telling anyone like, yeah. "Hey, you know, I don't like you in L.A." Yeah. It's like they're this is these are the people with the biggest, most delusional egos yeah. in the world yeah. being told like, "Hey, yeah, that's a lot." I'm yeah. rejecting you on yeah. top of everyone else that yeah. rejects you every day right. out here. Right. That's true. <laughs> so now I'm just, yeah, just walk away, ghost. I don't know. I'm on. I I, I I accept anyone that ghosts me. I'm like, hey, I get it. <laughs> Way scarier to like do it in person. Mm. I don't know who your guru is, but I want to talk to them. You know, I need to learn some of that that awareness, mindfulness to recover from. These Power guys. now. Yeah, you're you're very good at that. Okay, well then, let's say you're the guy. Okay. You're the guy that walked away. That walked away. Yeah, you're Sung Soo, and you wanted to meet Soo Young and have dinner with her that night, mm-hmm. but the truth is, and you're a man, you might be able to relate. You chickened out last minute. Okay. Yeah, you pussied out. So you turned around and you walked away, but you eventually ran back to the restaurant, and <laughs> she was, of course, gone. Right? So at work, good for her. At work, so <laughs> like, how's your self-esteem? Like, how are you doing self-esteem-wise? Me You're personally? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always like on their side when they leave or reject you. You're okay? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean this guy, this guy walked away and then came back. This guy's got like some real borderline personality disorder. Oh wow! Traits. Now, now I mean, we're she got Okay. There's like, there's like this yeah. big fear of rejection, and then she gets well, home and like, we have a, we confidence, have a like, I'm gonna go back. In the room. We have a psychologist in the room, Chip Nicholson. I mean, oh, are, are you a psychologist, Chip? Like does she sound like a borderline to you? I'd say she's a... No, 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 him, the guy that's walking back and forth. Oh, the guy. I would say, I would say the guy is a little borderline, absolutely. Okay, all right, so the, Boom. the doctor agrees. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so you at work, so completely ignores you, mm-hmm. all right, but... She cold shoulders you hard, doesn't talk to you. You try to explain, but she doesn't want to hear it. But you really like her, though. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you do? Oof. What is? What do I do if I'm a Korean man that chickened out that that game of confidence and then saw that she? Yeah, because maybe he like saw. See, what I'm wondering is if what really happened is he saw her there and then he's like, oh, she's into me. That's too. I don't need someone that's gonna actually be into me. Then he left. Then she came back and then she wasn't there. It's like, well, maybe she's not into me now. I like her again. So yeah. now, now I gotta win her love so that I can be uninterested again. <laughs> you know, that, that's how that's how romance works in yeah. the world. It's in like all we want way. is yeah. the person that doesn't want us to want us so that we don't want. Anymore. That's all. That's all. Relationships are here and in Korea. This is the best uh, advice I've ever heard. (laughs) Want love? If you're lonely, listen to this guy. Okay. Let's say you're the chick now. Okay. I'm too young again. And there's a security guard who works at the bank, and he's a little younger than you are. His name is Chong Hyun, but he's so nice. Okay. And he's so hot. He's hotter than Sung Soo. Okay. And. He's, like, so sweet to you, and you're having a hard time, and he's always there for you, and he asks you out, all right? Mm-hmm. But you said no. I said no. Because, you know... Because he likes me too You much. were burnt. <laughs> <laughs> so unhealthy. So unhealthy, you guys. This is a sickness, all right? He's never going to find love. Never. All right. No, all right. So you say you no know because you work together, and you were already burned by Sung Soo just not too long ago, so you're just not emotionally ready, okay? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't push it, all right? But... Chonghyun is really hot. 
Yeah. And there's a day when you have a really rough time and he comes and he's really there supporting for you. Okay, and he and he asks you out again. What do you do? I mean, I'd yeah, say yeah, go out on the go on the date with this hot dude. Yeah. Yeah, why not? He's pretty fly. Why why isn't she going on the date with him? Does she go on the date with him the second time? Or she's still wrapped up in that guy she won't go on the date with if asking her out again. <laughs> There's more of that going on. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Psychologically, yeah. that's exactly what But she's like trying to play it. She's like, see, yeah. again, you, you tell me I'm toxic. It feels like yeah. all these people are being Oh, my God. These people are being like the most toxic. They're just as bonkers as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every one of them deserves, of them. Every one of yeah. them deserves yeah. to be you, alone. You know all of, their, <laughs> all of their backstory, all of their psychology, yeah. all of their motives. Like, you could have been a character on this show. Totally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you're Suyang, the same okay. girl, okay? So Chunghyun, the security guard, he asked you out, you said yes, but on the day of the date, this piece of shit doesn't show up, okay? The the, the, the security guard yeah, doesn't, he doesn't, show show, he doesn't show up. And the what? next day at work, he's not there either, all right? And people are like, well, he had to take a break because he has an emergency. So he, you, you're worried about him. So you track him down at his house, and it uh, turns out his father needs surgery, so he sent home his life savings. And he's been studying really hard to pass this police exam. He's been working at it for like over a year, but now he needs to pack up his shit, move back down to the boonies to help his parents out because he has nowhere else to live. But his dream is to become a cop and to live in Seoul and everything. Anyway, well, now I want to be a cop. What do you do? <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't know this guy was going to become a... <laughs> before he becomes a cop so the crime is less <laughs> so he doesn't kill you yeah I think I think it's not like uh, you know assaulting an officer when it's an officer in training it's just regular <laughs> yeah regular assault. regular school shit yeah 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 okay alright I also try I'm like really trying to date this fucking cop <laughs> you know you know they're very abusive <laughs> I couldn't hurt a fly I can barely even make it to a dinner <laughs> <laughs> you can barely even emotionally handle that. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Let's say you're the same guy. You're Su, okay? Mm-hmm. You're still not over the Suyang chick, but she now has a boyfriend. Also, right? all these people should be fired. There is so much. This is so much Me Too shit going on in this company. They're all fucked up. What is going on in the HR department? No one is fucked up. Oh my gosh. Patriarchal place ever. Alright, so, so okay, you're Sangsu, you're not over Seung, she has a boyfriend, she's dating a security guard, alright? You have to move on, mm-hmm. even though you're not ready. Your heart is still set on her, okay? But a new employee comes to the bank, her name is Mikyung, and you actually know Mikyung, because okay. the two of you went to college together, and she is very smart, she is hot, she's pretty, and she's rich as hell. Mikyung tells you that she likes you and she asks you What was out. the first girl's name again? Suyang. More like Huyang, you know? Shit's <laughs> <laughs> rich on Halloween? Sign me up. <laughs> I 
Okay, so that's what she says. And you just kind of notice it, like, oh, she's saying, let's take my car. Okay, but you don't say anything. A week after that, all right, Yikyung introduces you to all of her really rich friends, okay? And you pay for everything. Right? I pay for everything. <laughs> yeah, you got to man up, you know? Like, Korean guys, like, that's a thing. Like, they pay for everything. Yeah, to be a man, they have to, you know, show it with money. <laughs> Otherwise, like, your dick falls Very toxic culture. It is. <laughs> it turns me out so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, you pay for everything. But then when you guys go out to pick up your car, the valet drives up a completely new SUV. And Yikyung's like, okay, bye guys. And she gets into the passenger seat. So you just play along and you get into the driver's seat. And you start driving. And you say to her, like, why did you buy me this car? And she's like, well, you know, your car is breaking down, so I just bought you a new one. What do you do? Eat her out? 